Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Team no sleep. What is yeah, it? man. Thursday, June tenth. What, man? What? Where you been, brother? Man, man. Team no sleep. I've been sleeping, you man. Been, I'm you... sorry about the little party <laughs> to the party, man. You know, uh, enjoy. You know, be honest with that brother. Just enjoy some family. We have family coming to town. My yeah. son's graduating this weekend, so uh, he graduates tomorrow. He walks across the stage. Hey. Um, I'm, I'm so proud of him, man. He just got a, he got a, awarded to be on the honor society. Nice. Um, so. He's doing it academically as well as athletically, man. And, uh, you know, we're just celebrating his time to graduate. Plus, my, my younger daughters are getting promoted. So, okay. we've got a big big festivity going on in the Allen household. So, pardon me for being that. late. No, you know what? That, that's most important. That, that That's all good. Uh, that, that's your pass for this week. Yeah, yeah, that's my pass, man. I won't be late no more. I'm sorry about that, everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm out here sending texts and tweets. I'm telling people to join. Who knows who's going to try to jump into the studio because I put the link out there. Uh, but that's all right, man. Congratulations yeah. to you and, and your son. 
uh, that's a whole different feeling. And we were talking behind the, behind stage a little bit, you know, you know, the oldest is uh, leaving the nest. And, and yeah, I, yeah. I know yeah. you. I know you taught him right. I know. I know you put him on the right foundation. Now he's gonna go play football. Where he's going? He's going to Southwest Minnesota State. So okay. he's going to. He's gonna be going to moving to Marshall, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming at the end of or mid, right after July Fourth of July, he's gonna be moving out there, uh, working out with the team, getting ready for the season, and then also uh, continuing to study at Summer Bridge. So yeah. he's just really he's he's really being passionate about his academics, which I'm I'm very I'm more impressed with than anything. Yeah, uh, he's been able to duel. So his senior year, not only did he go to go to high school and finish his senior year, he was also taking college classes okay. at the local JC to transfer over during mm-hmm. the COVID situation to take advantage of being at home and, you know, not have to be at school. So he has over 3.3 at the JC level and he has over 3.3 in high school. So He's I can't argue. I can't argue. Yeah, man, I can't argue with my man. So he's look, doing his thing. Look, I, I got the, the the pleasure to meet him and some of his, his partners for that uh, uh, class project that we were yes. working on. And uh, you, you got a good man there. So uh, we, we tell him that I uh, wish him well. Uh, and all his endeavors, and, and definitely let us know when he gets out there on the field, so we could be cheering on young young Allen. Absolutely, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate. It. I gotta give a shout out to my to my my, my oldest son, mm. Lee High. Got a promotion. He's the D line coach now there, man. So he's that. doing his thing there. So we definitely a sports impacted family. Yeah. You talking to the right one? <laughs> we talking to the right yeah. one. So we good, man. So definitely a. Uh, just feeling blessed all the way around. That's good, but I, I see it in your face too. You, you just you just grinning. Let's then let, yeah, let's no, go. Man. Let's go ahead and get yeah, into this, in this sports, then, brother. Let's go ahead and get into this sport. Uh, I would say a lot is going on, but it, but that wouldn't be true. Yep, because <laughs> true. Because you know we already talked about, um, it, and it's never uh, old story. It's a good story. We, we, you know, we, we, it needs to be talked about. We talked about the, the mental health. Uh, aspect we talk about the Naomi Osaka and how that's continuing to evolve not just in tennis but again more and more people are talking about it not just athletes and entertainers so so that's definitely want to keep that front of mind as well um, absolutely but really the, the bigger things that are going on right now are just what's happening on with the NBA playoffs I mean, right. That, yeah. That's the story. Right. It seems to be a transition week. Right. Not not as much as going on. We, we're not even going we're not even going to entertain talking about Floyd and Paul and what they're doing. So we're not even going to talk about that. Well, I'm, you know, but, but there, I'm going to bring it up. Aspect, no, no, no. I, I, there's one aspect I want to talk about that. And this is the part I want to talk about. Yeah. So uh, uh, um, I forgot her name. It slips my head. The, the gymnast. Uh, uh, what's her name? The black gymnast is just one. Uh, oh, Simone Biles, who just won. It's Simone Biles. Simone Biles. Yeah, sorry, it's Simone Biles. <laughs> Simone Biles just won. Just won Everything. You know, Put one of the greatest performances in gymnastics ever, and Sports Center didn't run her story at all. And they ran that damn Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather debacle that they that they were showing, and that 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 kind of upset me because this young lady has made a lot of achievements. She sacrificed a lot. She's she's at the top of her craft, mm-hmm. and yeah, we're gonna entertain, you know, Floyd Mayweather fighting. Granted, the guy was a bigger guy, but I mean, he's fighting a damn YouTuber. He's fighting a YouTuber, and, and it's it's not even. I mean, it's not sports, man. That's that's strictly entertainment. We're talking talk about entertainment. That was just for entertainment purposes. Yes. That's like somebody going to fight a kangaroo or fight a bear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody, you know, people that look at that as a circus and go do the entertainment. Now, Floyd, granted, you got your money, but I'm saying, why wasn't the shine on Simone Biles, man? I mean, she did something incredible, winning, and I'm really disappointed in Sports Center and all the other media sports outlets that didn't give her a shine. So, 
I want us team no sleep to give her her flowers. Congratulations, Simone. Yeah. Doing your thing. You're right. And what, what's happened to you, uh, Brother Cox? We see you, man. You know, you know who I did see reporting on it was more of the news outlets, not not the sports outlets, right? So yeah. Fox Sports didn't say nothing. CBS, uh, ESPN, near the bottom of the page was wasn't yes. really a, a big thing. Wasn't as um, I must say sexy, and you know, like Kevin's pretty much saying, you know, it was the money, it was the money thing for yep. for Floyd Mayweather and 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 Jake Paul. That was just more of an entertainment play, so that's going to get more eyes on the screen, get more eyes mm-hmm. talking about it, that kind of thing. Simone Biles, we know she just wins. All, all she wakes up winning. Right? She, <laughs> exactly. she, she's got the rhinestone goat on on her on her leotard, so she she wakes up and knows she's going to take it. But but still, give her her due because no one has done what she has done. I don't I don't know if anyone yeah. will do what yeah. she has I mean, done. We should be celebrating her accomplishments. You know, not only as a gymnast. Mm-hmm. Not only is as a winner, as a as a young African young African lady that's doing her thing and she's on the top of her game. Yeah. I believe. And I, like I said, I don't want I don't you know, if you want to run the other story, don't take nothing away from her, but give her her shine as well. Yeah. She's doing some big things, you know, she's done some big things and she won. I mean she won, I don't know if it was a world championship or what she but she won her in her categories mm-hmm. and it was zero, zero tweets from Sports mm-hmm. Center, zero basically zero coverage on anything for for for, for her on her accomplishment, which that's a bigger deal than Floyd because she's actually yeah. in competition in sports. This dude is just, you know, he's 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 fighting the monkeys, man. He's just fighting, you know, he's fighting anybody. As long as they're paying him, you know, plus a million dollars, he'll go in there and fight anybody, whether it's good or bad. And I think it's kind of sad. I think it's sad because, like we talked about it before, he tar- this, this tarnishes his sport. His sport is already as tarnished as it is. That just tarnished it even more because yeah. now it's the circus. Yeah, I was I was looking to see if, if ESPN or anyone had a story. Uh, there there was one back on the on the sixth, but again, it it, it it doesn't doesn't do justice in terms of the accomplishment that she yeah. did. So again, that, that that should have been at the front. That should have should have been on Sports Center. That should you know Scott Van Pelt or what, yeah. what's his name? Yeah, he he should have been talking about it a little bit more. Yeah, he probably of, did. Might have yeah. missed it, but you know I I think they should have had some you know give her her flowers while she's on top because yeah. she's going to be on top for a long time. Absolutely. Uh, so good Absolutely. shout out and for bringing that up. Uh, let, let's talk. Let's continue talking about about women doing some things and doing big things. Uh, Clarissa Shields. I don't know if you know the name. Clarissa Shields, Olympic boxer, mm-hmm. winner. Uh-huh. Went, every time she gets uh-huh. in the ring, she's knocking fools out. And uh, I, I had a chance to check her out uh, a few years ago during, during the Olympics, she's talking about moving over to MMA now. So she's actually doing mm. her MMA debut tonight. And I wanted to ask you the question, what, what do you think? So, so again, I'm going to talk about a real fighter who is, yeah, yeah, is moving yes. to, to something that, that uh, is outside of their particular scope. What are your thoughts on someone who, again, has established themselves at the Olympic level, has got gold, gold medals uh, in the amateur and the professional boxing uh, circles similar to Floyd, right? And, and one mm-hmm. now she's saying, you know, what? I'm gonna take my talents to a whole nother field. You, you, you think about it. A lot of these boxers already have dual skill sets, right? Martial mm-hmm. arts and things of that nature. So they, so they know how to box, they know how to fight, but they also have martial arts in in their in their DNA and their training. Talk mm-hmm. to me a little bit what you think about uh, Clarissa, Clarissa Shields uh, doing some of these I, different I things. Clarissa Shields. I talk about it from the business aspect. Awesome move. Um, mm-hmm. The way boxing is going right now, there's no money in it. It's not there. It's just not there no more. Um, 
the Ronda Rousey, I mean, the Ronda Rousey and all that stuff that goes further in MMA and you can make money and you can do things in sponsorships in MMA because they're promoting their fighters and promoting their, they're promoting their products so much better and doing a lot of things. Now, the one thing I think for her, as far as from an athletic standpoint, you know, she has to get used to the wrestling part aspect yeah. of it, which is hard. You know, the grappling and, and the grabbing, you know, and I'm sure she's training herself to, to get better at that. But we could, we already know for boxers, that's a hard transition. Mm-hmm. Boxers are taught to stand up, stand firm. Legs are not as strong as wrestlers are. So they're taught to throw punches from the back and do all those things. Um, if she can make sure she keeps whoever's coming at her away from her from grabbing her and keep them at arm's length, she'll be fine. Blocking kicks and blocking things, she's able to do all that stuff. But I believe she has an advantage with her punching power and throwing and throwing mm-hmm. when it comes to hand-to-hand combat. She obviously is going to have a big advantage over who she's playing. But she's got to really be, you know, leery of the wrestling and the grappling and someone grabbing her, putting her on the ground and and, and 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 fighting that way. But I I think that's going to be a that's going to be a more common transition than than we know. Boxers going to MMA because MMA is now even though they don't pay their fighters a lot of money, their product and their they're promoting their their, their athletes so much yes. that, yeah. that it's starting to go, it's going to start growing and getting that kind of money because boxing again. With antics like Floyd, they're tarnishing it. I mean, no one wants to see boxing. You know, it's starting to become just, like I said, a circus show, a sideshow, where MMA is really saying we're promoting our sport. This is a, a valid, this is a, a validated sport that we're doing that's mixed martial arts along with boxing and everything in the octagon. Mm-hmm, it, you know, agree. it is what it is. It, it, they just they they just done a great they just done a great job. They just they're doing a good job, and I and I, I wish her the best of luck in it. I think it'll be a little as she gets to the upper echelons of competition. I think it's going to get a little bit harder. Yeah, I think in her debut she should, be, she should do fine. Yeah, right now, so literally just at six o'clock our time, she started against uh, Brittany Elkin uh, in Atlantic City. So we will see probably before we get off off the air uh, if she got knocked out, <laughs> if she got yeah. put in a chokehold or whatever. But my my money is on Clarissa because I yeah yeah I, I think she's going to be yeah, yeah. I, I have seen her put some folks down so. Uh, um, I'm, I'm interested in seeing that. So thanks for, for, for that insight. All right, let's go back to the, to the, to the NBA playoffs. I'm, I'm over here watching, yes, sir. I'm watching these nets and the, and these bucks and, uh, the t- bucks t- is in trouble, man. I was going to say t- tonight <laughs> is literally the first night of this series that looks like anything between those two, because man, you got KD just dropping bombs. Like it's going out of style. Um, the Bucks are in trouble, and I—I I mean, I—I I mean, let's let's be let's 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 keep it one hundred percent. Let's go and let's Harden get focused. Let's get focused. Yeah, yeah. Harden is not even playing. He's not True. even playing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and and Kyrie has not even been to the free throw line this whole series. God. He hasn't been to the free throw line once. So you mean to tell me, Harden's not playing? Kyrie hasn't been to the free throw line, and the Bucks are having hell right now at home against the Nets. They are, bro. It's it's, they, they just, it's embarrassing to be honest you know, with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll be I'll be honest. I, I, like I think I think uh, Middleton and Holiday, they're great. They're good players. Not great. They're good players. They're good players. Giannis is a great player, but he's one dimensional. He goes to the hole, which is his strength, obviously. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when he doesn't have a consistent jumper, he doesn't have a consistent jump shot that can get him in that mid range. That's where KD is exposing him. Mm-hmm. KD has all those attributes. He can go to the hole. He can pull the mid-range jumper, and if he wants to, he can step back behind the three and pop it as well. So they have no answer for him. Even Giannis has no answer for him as one of the best defenders. He was defensive player of the year a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. He has no answer for to stopping this man. And, and, and the fact of the matter, I think the differences between both teams, 
is that when Durant gets going, all the new the new the New Jersey teams gets up. They start balling. Everybody starts. Blake Griffin, everybody else starts balling. When Giannis is doing his thing, the the Bucks their game doesn't elevate. They just sit there and watch, and kind of just let him do his thing. So, I I I, I see it going in five. I yeah. see the Nets going in five, and mm-hmm. they're waiting on an opponent between Atlanta and uh, Philly. Yeah, so let's let's take a look at fo- if you're not keeping tabs on it. So it's the it's the Nets and the Bucks. It's the Clippers and the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought the Jazz would have been the number one seed? And and they doing some things. They doing some you know things. what about that? The Jazz. The Jazz thought it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Seventy uh, Sixers in Atlanta. Uh, Trey Young is a bad man. That little dude is is he's he's a bad man. Phoenix and Denver. Yep. Um, would have thought we'd just be talking about Phoenix too. The Phoenix Suns and think, and the Utah Jazz are are the ones that are continuing to move on. No one's talking about Boston. No one's talking about Los Angeles Lakers. No one's talking yeah. about uh, right. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We didn't we didn't celebrate because. The Lakers lost that night after you, after you put that bad yeah, that, that bad mojo okay. on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I put I, I sprinkled that, that 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 losing dust on them, so yeah. it's all good. Um, I think so. Let's let's go. Let's go. So we went to we already talked about uh the Nets in, in Milwaukee. Let's talk about let's stay in the East Coast. Let's talk about uh Philly and Atlanta. Yeah. Um, great. I think it's a it's a pretty good matchup. I do believe if they if Philly can't stop Embiid, it's going to be a hard road for them because they got to hit a lot of jumpers. They got. Yeah. I mean. When they're hitting them jumpers and running the jumpers, they're hard to beat. Any mm-hmm. team is hard to beat when they're shooting that well. Mm-hmm. But those games when you're not, Embiid, that second game, man, he just took over, and there was no answer for this yeah. dude. I mean, yeah. they couldn't, they just couldn't stop the big man. And then you add Tobias, Tobias on there, uh, Ben Simmons chips in his his part of his game coming in there, and then Philly's bench is, is is a little bit better than people think they are. Now, Atlanta, on the other hand, if Trey Young gets hot. And then I forgot the, the I forgot the guy's name that came from Sacramento that went over there. Uh, he starts with a B, Bivanovich or whatever like that. Mm. When, when their backcourt starts raining those shots and opens up the game, then Atlanta's really really deadly. And and uh, uh, Josh Johnson, they they just balling. But I just think Philly's going to be a little bit too much on the plus. Doc Rivers, I don't care what anybody says, he's a mastermind. He has the edge, coaching edge over mm-hmm. the Atlanta coach, mm-hmm. I believe. So I think he's going to be able to maneuver some things and create some things where. I think they'll get they'll get Atlanta in six. I think Atlanta won another wow. game, but I think I think Philly will get him in six. Yeah, but there you go. But I, yeah, I still don't know how to pronounce it, Kevin. <laughs> that's his name. Yeah, Kevin, we about to make you a moderator, brother. We we, yeah. we, we about to get. I'm gonna talk to you a little bit off, offline, but I'm gonna make you a moderator. Again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My, my, my God of his, whatever his name is. Yeah. But I like I like Philly in six. Um, let's go to the West Coast, and then uh, we'll talk about um, Philly and Denver. Shout out to Joe Djokovic for winning the MVP. Mm-hmm. I I can't believe it was that far. Him and Steph, I can't believe the votes was that far. But you you called uh, it. You called. No, it. actually, no. That was uh, that, uh, uh tall boy. Oh, called. Was that tall boy? Okay. Tall boy oh, called. He said they, oh, they won the international gonna, game. So. Okay, yes, right. So I give him a shout out. Tall boy uh, called. He said he was uh, going MVP. I said I supported because I know he was balling, but I didn't think the margin would be ninety-one to five. Steph only got five votes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Steph um, got Steph got robbed. That's true. Yeah, he did. He yeah, did yeah. It. It sh- it, you're right. It, it should have been that. That it wasn't that, yeah, that far. Yeah, it wasn't that far. But uh, but but I mean, now we're seeing what Phoenix is doing to them. Phoenix is running them up and down the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jamal Murray is hurting since they don't have Jamal Murray, who's their actually their court their court their court leader. They got hurt earlier in the year. It's really hurting Denver now. And the fact that Djokovic is the only score, consistent score. 
Portis is yeah. supposed to step up. Yeah. Aaron Gordon was supposed to step up. Those guys aren't stepping up. And the way Chris Paul is and Booker are just running that game, yes, they yes. are just doing it. I mean, Booker is on fire. Chris Paul has has one one turnover and something he, like twenty six assists. Ridiculous. I was, I was going to say, don't call it a comeback, but you know, Chris Paul, CP, he's never been gone, right? He's no, always yeah. had the skill and and always led. The, the point and always been mm-hmm. able to drive in and just be be real flexible with his movements. So yeah, yeah. CP three everywhere he's gone, he's been but, a huge contributor. This is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. Was crazy to me what I want. What I'm thinking about CP three now. Let's let, if you take a really look, he's the most seasoned, most polished player in the Western Conference playoffs, maybe for exception to Kawhi Leonard. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Right now, had to think about that. Yeah. Had to think about that. He's the more, He's the one. I mean, remember he's he's in with through all these trying to get over his humps, trying to get to the the Western Conference Championship when he was with Houston. You know the, the days when he was with the Clippers, he led them there and they always lost. Right now, the four teams are less that are left. Chris Paul is the most seasoned and polished player in the playoffs. Maybe next to Kawhi, I would even think he'd be, I, I would put Kawhi ahead of him because Kawhi's won two championships. But Chris Paul is that next guy in line, and the way he's got that team playing. He's ready to get over that hump, and it's showing over. It's showing the way he's playing against Denver. He is playing. He's playing his butt off, and he's making those young guys step up to the plate. Yeah, yeah. It's going and now. So I think once they move on, whatever happens between the Clippers and, and Utah, I'm giving the edge to 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 Phoenix because I think at that point he's really going to be the most seasoned. If, if Utah's there, he's the most seasoned player, big time. Yeah, uh, and he oh, get those guys to play defense. If he goes against the Clippers. Like I said, Kawhi may have that little edge and that, that gaming, you know, more gaming experience and all that stuff. Because you can never but, read Kawhi, right? I mean, you don't, yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah, he's that thinking. Dude, <laughs> that, that, that dude, I don't know yeah, what he's on his yeah, mind when he yeah, plays. Yeah, yeah, he he don't he definitely don't sleep, and he he he, <laughs> he, he is on he's on a whole nother level. Don't even mess with the claw, but yeah, Kawhi yeah, that dude is crazy. Like, he on something different, but I, I see. I, I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm predicting <laughs> right now. I think Phoenix beats uh, Denver. I, the yeah. way they look right now, man, yeah. I think they get them in five. You know, man, and I, I, I'll say a sweep, but I'm gonna give Denver the benefit. They gonna win one. Yeah, I because I, I I like uh, I like Luca. Yeah. Right. So I, I no hold on, Luca was uh, yeah, Luca's out. Luca's yeah, out. Yeah, that's out. right. I, dang, it, I'm I'm tripping over here. Yeah, but you mean I, Joker. Joker. Yeah, I I, I like Joker. And I, I think he's going he's going have have a couple of decent showings against against a tough squad. So, but yeah, I don't I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I think it's going to be uh, they're going to get at least one or two. But uh, yeah, I, I was going to ask your prediction moving into the finals, and I think we're right in the line because I'm actually saying Phoenix and 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 Brooklyn for the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I'll see and, Phoenix and Brooklyn. And 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 I'll go ahead because I know you messed with me last time. I, I forgot what was it was was it the Super Bowl or whatever? Y'all thought I was flip flopping, but Brooklyn is built to win. There there is nothing that <laughs> look, they're, they're, everything that Brooklyn has right now in their arsenal. They are built. They they were they were put together to go ahead and bring it home this year. They, they yeah, were yeah. they they were so they're, I mean they're not, they, I, I I'll tell you this way they weren't built for regular season playing seventy two eighty two exactly, games exactly they were built for playoffs they were built for right now yeah like when we play now this is the thing this this is the caveat that I that I see with with Brooklyn I think they I think they'll I think they're gonna get beat up and have a hard time against Philly now Philly's gonna give them a hard time especially with Embiid with Embiid yeah. in there. They got he stays healthy, doesn't get hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I think yeah. there'll be a little beat up going in there, but I think 
And I'm, I'm, put, I'm predicting the Clippers to beat Utah, even though they're wow. down okay. 1-0. I think okay. they'll beat them. Okay. I like the like you saw. Was tell me you like the story. I like the story <laughs> of Chris Paul. I like the story of Chris Paul playing against the Clippers and getting his revenge. Mm-hmm. So that would be sweet. That would be. I sweet. think. I think. He'll, I think he'll, go, he'll go stop on the on the logo like like oh, uh, like uh, logo, um, uh, like what's his name did Kawhi like Kawhi did no I mean, not, Kyrie. like Kyrie. Kyrie did yeah Kyrie did yeah 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 <laughs> so so. I, I think I hope that's the, the storyline. Yeah. I think of uh, they play the Clippers. I think Chris Paul get his revenge and, and finally get in the championship. But unfortunately, I don't think Chris Paul is going to win it if he goes up against the Nets. Uh, no, I just yeah. think by that time, I think Harden is going to be healthy, which is to give them another weapon. And as much defense as you want to play, their offense is that much better on the, on the New Jersey on the New yeah. Jersey Nets. On their the, offense the is just yeah. That, that's true. And I mean it's. it's just, you, you try to root for the story. You try to root for the under, <laughs> underdog and the old school. You 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 wanted to be seven season, you know, seven game season. But man, it, it, it just yeah. when you stack up the numbers and the old the old ESPN show numbers don't lie. Yeah. Man, it, you you just look at it. It's it's, it's going to be tough for for, I mean, for there to be a Cinderella team. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I like I said, I think Chris Paul is going to give them everything he got, and I think Devin Booker is going to give him everything he's got. But I mean, remember get to that championship, man. Experience counts a lot because you got to figure yeah. out how situations are going to be. Um, you know, they, you know how the situation is going to be, how things are going mm-hmm. to go. That's why I look at all the West Coast teams that are left. Really, there's not a lot of experience there. I mean, it's, it's the Phoenix is pretty good with Chris Paul, and then it's the Clippers. Now, Utah, they, they've been together a lot, but none of those teams are built to match the Nets for seven games. Yes. You know, it's, yeah. it's you can play in one game and get them and maybe beat them. You might even beat them two games. But a seven-game series with some awesome offensive juggernaut start figuring it out, mm-hmm. there is no answer. That's true. Now, this is all pending no injuries happen, and I think definitely if Harden gets healthy, which he's supposed to be healthy back for the next for the next series, hopefully. Yeah. Definitely he'll be healthy for the championship because this is going to be all right. Oh, he's going to come Man, back regardless. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I so, still, I mean, I, think, think about – No, no. go ahead. I was going to say, say something think about funny. This. Think about this. What if Harden is like, okay, I'm limited to minutes and I come off the bench? Can you imagine having a dude that can score yeah. 50, 60 points and just going to come off the bench yeah. and go against your second unit? My goodness. That would be yeah, terrible. Dude. Yeah, dude. That, 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 that wouldn't even be fair, brother. That, so I was going to make it a little funny, so, and I'm still going to make it funny. I, I, I worry about KD, man. KD need to, he need to eat some more hamburgers or something. He, he just looks a little frail sometimes. Well, no, let's, be, no, let's talk about the He need to brush his hair. He need to go ahead. Yeah, you need to go ahead. And just cut it all off and just just yeah. go straight and and do stop having it. Brush it, cut it, do something, do something. But he need to do something with that hair and the facial hair too, man. He can't be yeah, just having it. He, he do come out you know? looking all toe up. You know, come on, yeah. KD, you representing. Dude, and they got and they got barbers at the game. They they cut your hair right before the game. Come on, he, man. he got a barber on his staff, on his staff, not not just on the net staff, on his staff, yeah. right? And stop yeah, worrying on, about man. social media and Twitter and all that, and get yeah, your bro, and man. get your appearance right, man. Yeah, get your get your game right, man. Get your game right, bro. Get your he, personal you know, game right. But I do. You know, I, I I worry about him just just from that perspective because because he just looks so frail. I just don't see how he's but built you, you, for. I'm, the game. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you some information. Yeah. And I don't know if you'll believe this because I didn't believe when I first read it. Kevin Durant weighs the same amount as Giannis. No, I don't believe that. Look it up. Look on ESPN. Their weight. They 
They look. They weigh the same amount, I believe. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm gonna be doubting Thomas up in here. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's weight. Okay, hold on. Let's let, let's go ahead and bring this on screen here. So KD yeah. weighs two forty. All right. Man, I don't know how to spell an E I A. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. It ain't, it ain't too many. Oh honestly. my goodness, he weighed two forty. Told you so. You think he looks frail, but he's not as frail as you think he is. Wow. Yeah. Look at me. I'm hipping you the game, bro, man. I'm, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, that's that's uh. So like 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 Kevin Cox said, that's a hot, that's a hot ticket right there. That that's definitely a hot hot one right there because yeah. I did not. I mean, Giannis knows his way around the gym, right? He, he knows yeah, yeah, his way Giannis around. Like he's strong, yeah, like he's and see, strong, that's right? probably that's probably the thing right there, right? I don't believe maybe KD's just not taking care of his body the way that he should. Uh, right, so LeBron's I mean, only at two fifty compared to them. AD two fifty four. Okay, yeah, we we, we can yeah. see it in their physique and things of like that. Yeah, and I, I know it's genetics and all of that, but you can just tell that KD is just um, I don't know, not 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 built for 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 the long haul and lifting and. <laughs> I, well, I, oh, I, I, I worry I, about that. I, I think he's he's not a, he's not a weightlifter. I don't think he lifts weights, but. He's his basketball. Yeah, you're right. He's four inches taller. Something. Yeah, he's like almost seven foot. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I believe Kevin Durant's body is made for the like the old school basketball players used to be. Mm. Nice, slim. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. He's, he's he's not a banger. He's not a guy that's gonna get underneath and bang and, and and be this this phenomenal physical physique guy. He's a guy that's gonna do what he do. Shoot your damn lights out. Drive to the hole on you. Dunk on you a couple of times. And he don't and miss. Dribble the ball. Yeah, he don't miss. I'm I'm, yeah. sitting, I'm sitting over here watching. He, he, I mean, <laughs> uh, Milwaukee got a little lead right now, seventy-four to seventy right now. Uh, yeah, just that, started that, that's, before. That's nothing right there. Yeah. Yeah. Man, goodness, my. Goodness. And the crazy part about that, I think I don't even think Kyrie's gotten hot. Right? Kyrie ain't really doing too much tonight. Kyrie, too much tonight. Yeah, Kyrie not even in the game right now. So yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, see. Yeah. We'll see. We 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 will see. I'm I'm, I'm glad we went Milwaukee's on that. Milwaukee's in tank. trouble, dog. Yeah, Milwaukee is in trouble. They they're not gonna do it. Uh, yeah. It's 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 gonna be it's it's gonna be be done quickly. Was it Brooklyn leads the series? What what is that? Oh, two of course, <laughs> two to nothing. Two zip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they yeah they they gonna be they, it's gonna be it's going in five, man. Five yeah. at, the, at the at the least. Five yeah. is gonna be the most it's gonna go. Yeah, I'm, I agree with you on that one. Yes, I don't I don't I don't see any sweeps happening, but I, I think it'll be five. So. Um, yeah, football, your sport. Let's talk a little bit about it. A lot, lot, a lot of sure. things that are happening, but they weren't completely newsworthy except uh, Julio, right? Yeah, Julio Jones yep. said, "I don't want to be here anymore." Went online and told a fo- lot of folks that he didn't want to be where he didn't want to be in Atlanta anymore. Now he's in well, Tennessee. I, 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 it, got, it got leaked. Remember, that's a leak. You got well, you <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm trying to be his PR rep. You know, well, no, you know, it it it, it just it got got out there. He's with yeah. Tennessee now. Okay, yeah. so that's that's a that's a nice weapon to have out there because because Julio Jones is a strong man. He he can get out there yeah. and do a lot of damage for 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 his opponents. What what are your thoughts on on, on something like that on, on Julio think, going um, from Atlanta to them as opposed I to some think- of the other teams? Yeah, yeah. Julio's gonna give them another another weapon with Derrick Henry, obviously. You know, Derrick Henry and yeah. I think oh, it's gonna goodness, be, man. Yeah. It's gonna make it's gonna actually for Derrick Henry it's gonna make him in a lot better situation because now they can't load the box. Somebody has to cover the receivers. Julio's gonna demand double team so that safeties can't roll down anymore. 
He's got to go cover Julio on pass play. So offensively, I think it's a great move for them. I personally think Atlanta, man, sold him so cheap. Only his second round and yeah. I think sixth round. I thought they could have got yeah. a lot. They could have got a lot more for him. And I thought Julio was going to choose a, a different team to go to. I thought he was going to go to who he thought was for sure going to be in, in in contention for a Super Bowl. I think uh, um, with Julio there, I think that gives the Titans a better chance yeah. of getting to the Super Bowl. But as long as you with Kansas City, as long as Kansas City in that division. Man, you know, that's going to be a hard task yeah, to follow. Yeah, you, you got to go through Mahomes. That's going to be tough. Yeah, then you got Baltimore coming up. I think Pittsburgh is not going anywhere. Even though I know that's your team. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, I yeah. think there's a, there's a lot of teams that 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 I thought would have benefited him more. I thought he was – I mean, personally, I thought he was going to end up in Seattle. I thought he was going to go to Seattle. Him and Metcalf nice. and Lockheed would have been, nice. be. yeah. been, nice. been a nice pick. Yeah. Um, uh, or I thought he was, or I thought he was gonna go to somewhere that was, like I said, more of a contender. But I think now that just that helps him out. Um, Buffalo is also another contender in the AFC, which I just think, man, that, that there's a lot of competition in the AFC that he's got to be able to do. Yeah. And let's be honest with you, Julio's been, he gets hurt a lot. He True. does. He gets those nagging yeah. injuries. He sits out. Now maybe maybe the change of scenery might change that. He might beast up. You know how people they just don't like the scenery, so they don't want to play. So those yeah. little injuries maybe that maybe that goes away while he's there. Um, but also, they don't have a perennial quarterback in Tennessee. You know, no. I thought he was going to go somewhere where I, I, I need, a, I need a, a dude, and he didn't choose that. So it's going to be interesting to see how, how it all plays out. Yeah. Again, Tennessee was what twelve? What, what they were? Uh, I think what 10, 11 and five without him last year, or twelve and six without twelve and four without him. They'll they're going to win thirty. I mean, he's going to win you two, two, two or three more games. So oh yeah, oh yeah. They'll, they'll, they're going to they'll, they'll be fine. I just think we're not. I think they're past the point where we do good in regular season. It's going to how we're going to do and look in the playoffs. So yeah. hopefully you can give them that edge. But I, but again, I don't think they can be Kansas City. I, I just I, I, well, that, no matter what they got, they can't be Kansas City right now. No, no, no. It, I mean, it, I it, it's it. going it's going to be fun to watch for sure. But you know, again, when, when you you got Henry out there, Steve yeah. Farman folks, and 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 just making people look like cartoons mm-hmm. out there. But <laughs> but yeah, this it, is going this is this is nice. We we thought he would he could have gone somewhere. I I thought he was going to go to. I honestly thought he was going to go to Vegas. To be honest with you, I I thought he was going for yeah. some, for some reason I thought he was going to go play I, for the Raiders. But uh, I don't know. I, I thought I, it will. As a matter of fact, before we go, before we go, I yeah. want to talk about them. I want to talk about them. Oh, I, I got a little. I got. I got a little footbox on the Raiders, but but I thought he was going to go to the Raiders. Um, but I'll be perfectly honest with you. I don't think he would probably want to play for Gruden, and I wouldn't either. I wouldn't want to play for Gruden. Um, I just think uh, hmm. that organization in Las Vegas is just right now is a debacle. You got to think about what they've done. So, and and, I, and I'm now I'm going to get on my soapbox. Go ahead. Gruden, Gruden, Gruden has done nothing but tore the Raiders apart, and I think I thought when they hired him for that hundred million for ten years, I thought I thought it was way too much. I thought the, I think I thought the game was passed him by, but let's just talk about the moves he's made. Uh, keeping Carr, which I think Carr is a great player, but he didn't surround Carr with the great weapons or a great offensive line, so now Carr's skills have been diminished. You trade away um, one of the baddest defensive players in the in the league. To Chicago for literally for nothing. You sign Antonio Brown, and then you waive Antonio Brown because he's disgruntled because he sees that this is not a great program, and you consistently losing and can't win in in LA. And the things you've gotten out of it, you got a hundred million dollar big deal, and you got a brand new stadium in Las Vegas, and you cannot even produce a winner that's there. 
I think the only great move they did is signing Corey Littleton, a middle linebacker, who was an all-star, all-pro for their team. But everything else, they have done nothing. I can't believe you traded uh, – uh, what's my man that went to Chicago? God dog it. Help me out, help me out, help me out, help me out. The defensive end, outside linebacker. Uh, let me think about that. Um, was it Khalil, Khalil, Khalil? You're not talking about Mac, are you? Yes, no, no. Khalil Mac. Yes, Khalil Mac. Sorry, I'm man. My brain, my brain, brain thing. But Khalil <laughs> Mac, Khalil Mac is arguably the best defensive player that's been the best defensive player for the last five years. He led Chicago to the playoffs last year on his own, his back as a defensive player. Okay, the only player in NFL, well, one of the only players in NFL history to be All Pro in the same season as a defensive and outside linebacker, and you give him to Chicago for nothing. And got nothing in return, nothing to even show for it. Las Vegas is in trouble. They're going to be in trouble again, and I doubt if they win four games next year. That's how I, how I feel about the Raiders. I really believe they made a bad, the worst decision in signing group. Wow! You should have stuck to quarterback. You got you got some some you got issues. I right said now. it. You you got you hey, got. I, I said I'm gonna be my Shannon Sharp. Yes, I said it. Yes, yes, I you said. said it. I I tell you what, we, we, what we gonna do right now? So remember, I, I put the call out there for folks because while, while you was out there doing your thing, I said anybody want to come online and have a conversation. And I got I got somebody in 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 the back of the house right now who also is a sports fiend, also runs a, a sports show, uh, okay. and I, I'm I'm supposed to be on his show I think in a couple of weeks. I, I better make sure I get right. Uh, hold on, wait a minute, brother. Let, let's let, let's let's go and welcome a man here, brother Walter Strong. How you living, man? I'm doing great, sir. Can you hear me? Oh man, he's not loud, man. loud and clear, brother. Loud and welcome clear. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I'm so honored. I'm sitting here watching the the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee game, and I'm like, you know, this is this is not a real good game when you're up. You're not feeling good about that game. What's what's wrong, brother? You're not feeling good about the game. <laughs> you you were up 21 points in the first quarter, and then you let Brooklyn come back and hit you in the mouth. Yeah, and now you're I'm barely hanging right on yeah, by yeah. two points. So I was like, I got to find me something to do. <laughs> Fourth quarter, Durant <laughs> Irving will probably pull it out. So let me find something else to do. Uh, appreciate you for jumping on, brother. First of all, and first and foremost, let's go ahead and get into something. Let's tell the folks who you are and what it is that you do. I, I alluded to your show, but tell them, tell them what you got going on, Walter. I appreciate it. So my name is Walter Strong. Uh, I'm a YouTube content creator, online coach, and purpose coach. I have a YouTube channel uh, with a show called Walter Strong, uh, The Huddle with Walter Strong the Third, every Saturday mornings, East Coast time at 11 a.m. And then Saturday nights on Facebook, we talk uh, sports talk from everything from NBA to NFL to MLB to XYZ. Uh, we just talk some good sports, barbershop talk. So, um, just glad to be a part of the show. And yes, I am really looking for it. To you, James, being on the huddle in a couple of weeks. Congratulations on your milestone uh, that you got. I believe it was like over seven hundred um, subscribers. You, I believe. Appreciate you, brother. We 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 always grinding, right? We always trying to do the thing. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm glad to be on. So I'm glad to be on. I was hearing the gentleman talking about Gruden and the Raiders. You know, Raiders is living in in the time castle. Them hiring. <laughs> I don't know what the Raiders. I don't know what the Raiders was thinking about. Yeah, <laughs> I man. really don't. I don't know what yeah. they were thinking about. But, I, I truly believe. I truly believe Gruden. I think the game has passed him by as far as as far as from the X's and O's standpoint, from a coaching standpoint. He's still trying to throw that deep ball, thinking that's the way to go of the Al Davis's days back in there. Um, but I just believe strategically, 
from a personnel standpoint, they have not. They they just failed. They've ultimately just failed all the way around. Except, like I said, for except for me, the sound the sign of Corey Littleton. That's the only guy I've seen that they've been able to bring in that's been able to make some type of impact. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has just been average at best, you know, with their team. Mm-hmm. And I just believe that uh, what he's done, not building the offensive line, uh, with that Khalil Mack and those draft picks he got, he's drafted horribly, you know, in the last couple of years. I think they brought in the safety. He got hurt, so I, I won't hold that against him. But now you're bringing another safety this year. I just don't know what direction they're trying to go into to try to be successful in the AFC West, which was arguably is – the second weakest division in football, you know, mm. in my opinion, I would say the the AFC. I mean, the NFC East is the worst, right? We know yes. that's the worst. Yes. Right? Okay. And next would be the AFC West, except the exception for Kansas City is the only one. Uh, Chargers are coming up. Don't get me wrong. San Diego's yeah. balling. Okay. Okay. They're up and coming, but they haven't crossed. They haven't jumped over that hump yet. Go ahead. We already know. Go ahead. Go ahead and debate him, brother. Forward. This is this is what we're doing, man. This is this is what we let it out. I see I see some some validity to what you're saying, but at the same time the Chargers are starting to turn the corner. Yeah. Um, they are making some moves. And so when you exclude the Raiders and the Broncos, it leaves you with the Chargers. So I can see what you're saying because when it comes playoff time, you're only looking at Kansas City in the playoffs and you the other three are staying at home. So I see the validity in what you're saying. But I believe going into this next NFC NFL season, I believe the, the charges will probably end up uh, breaking through. I you think they'll be? Really you, you think they'll be one of the top six teams in the in the, in the, in the AFC? Yeah, I, can, I see them being a wild card for sure. A wild. All card. right, give, give, all right give, okay. Give me okay. your six teams. Give me your six teams. Wow, I want to okay. hear your six teams. Um, on the spot, brother. On bu- the spot. On the spot. All yeah. right. So Buffalo, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. Yeah, where my ter- where my towel at? Where my where my towel? God, so <laughs> I burned one of them, so I, 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 I well, we, we won't go into that though. Yeah. <laughs> so Buffalo, Pittsburgh. Um, I'm picking Baltimore. I'm picking. Unfortunately, Baltimore is going to win the division. I see Pittsburgh being a wild card. Um, mm-hmm. I don't that quarterback. You may be able to get one more year out of Roethlisberger, but. After that, yep. you gotta you gotta you gotta hand the baton over. You have to. You see, you spotlight me now. I'm sorry, Steeler fans. Stick break it to you. I'm coming all the way from Long Island, New York, to break it down to you. Yeah. And um, you know, address that quarterback. And I think you guys will be back in the running for the AFC North. But that's Baltimore's. You have Buffalo, the mm-hmm. AFC East. You have um, Tennessee with a great pickup with uh, Jones. Mm-hmm. So that's them. That's one, two, three, four. I see the I see the Chargers. So it's the Chargers and the Chiefs. Those are your last two. Chargers and the Chiefs will be your last two. Yes. That, you, so you're that dismissing the Colts. Wait, wait. You're dismissing the Colts. The Colts. I don't see the I don't see the Colts get. I don't see the Colts uh, beating Tennessee though. Well, but I mean, you don't see them as a wild card. I don't. I, I don't see them having a record better we, than we the Chargers. We're gonna play no, fantasy with you. No, no I don't. Season. Yeah, we're gonna we're really? gonna play fantasy really? with you. Yeah, I, I don't. Even with the pickup, what the Colts did with uh with their with their quarterback pickup, I don't. I don't. And see you don't it. see the Dol- and you don't see the Dolphins either with that defense. I see the Dolphins coming up. I do. I do. But I don't see the Dolphins being better than the Chargers. I think the Chargers are up and coming. Mm. I would see them having a better record because of where they're playing because 
Obviously, the Jets are going to be horrible. New England's not going to be anything. And they give Buffalo fits, especially when they come down to Miami. Yep, yep. They can't be Buffalo, yes. Buffalo, but they give, they give them Buffalo Miami. And that defense, we know what arguably the number one, number two defense last year, statistically, yes. especially against the run. So I see their defense carrying them again for a long while. And long as Tua can go ahead and develop a little bit and make sure he ma- – he doesn't have to win games, but long as he manages the games, I see the Dolphins going 10-6. and six. I don't necessarily see the Chargers going ten to six or ten. And, well, now it's going to be ten to seven. Or I, I see them Miami going at least eleven and eleven and six. Or is that eleven? Yeah, eleven and six. And I believe right, I they're going. The they're going to seventeen play. games this yeah. season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, going seventeen games, it throws me all off. But yeah. I, I see them having a harder time. And the reason why I, I love Herbert, I love Keenan mm-hmm. Allen. I think they're doing things. But until that running that running game can stay stable and quit getting hurt every year. Where they mm-hmm. they lose both of them every year and they, they can't figure nothing out. They don't have a running game to sustain it. I believe the Chargers are going to have a, a hard time sustaining leads. Um, mm-hmm. Especially we know they're going to lose two to Kansas City, and they yes. every year they split they split with the Raiders every year regardless how bad the Raiders are. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. They split. So Raiders fans all hyped yeah, up. I really, and, I have and, a, <laughs> yeah, and, and plus let's go. Let's, 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 you know the Chargers are going into their coaching transition, which I I don't know how that's going to work out. I mean, okay. and that it's gonna. I just think they got a lot of unanswered questions, more so than other teams like the Colts and 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 the Dolphins. Kind of got those things already solved. They just ready to start the season, ready to rock and roll and go. So that's where okay. my difference is. I believe the Chargers, but the trajectory is going upward. They definitely right. got something special going on there, um, and they can. They can. They have. They have the ability to go win eleven games and have the ability to lose eleven games. Mm-hmm. That's the way. I, that's the way I said. Okay. And plus, the other team you forgot mm-hmm. about is Cleveland. I can't believe you left <laughs> Cleveland off your off your thing, not making the playoffs. I, I'm not convinced on that. I, I think oh, I, I, how I, think you I am not yeah, convinced. I, I'm chiming in too. I am come not on, convinced man. in Cleveland. I am not. Last year was that, a nice year, but come on. It, I, man, they got the best one in ten. Do you do you field. remember Rex Ryan and the Jets? Yes, they I went remember to the NFC East. <laughs> okay, and then didn't they go back two two years in a row? And after that, they never saw the NFC East yeah. ever again. Okay, but but they only but this is right. one year for Cleveland. So let's give them two at least two years in a row. <laughs> so you want one, one more year? You you, 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 a, you a good man. You you definitely <laughs> you got a kind man. heart, brother. Wait 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 wait. Okay okay wait, okay wait. You telling me they don't have the best running the running tandem in the NFL right now? I, I'm not, so I'm not going to, I'm do. not going to doubt I, that. But I just, we'll see. We'll that see. I won't doubt either, but yeah. I just, see, see, you've been watching too much. I, in all yeah. respect to the late, great Chad, Chadwood Bozeman, you been watching too much draft day. That's what you've been doing. You've been watching way too much draft day. That may be before your time, youngster. That may be way before your time. I feel you. You you still stuck on Disney with Remember the the Titans. No, I definitely I respect you. I watch our respect. Brother Strong coming in with the dropping bombs on you, boy. (laughs) No, no, I I like to help the conversation, especially when it comes to you know the football. I believe I believe that um, I'm you know I like I said I think the Chargers definitely on the upper swing. I just don't. I just think a couple of the teams got it more figured. They got it figured out right now and where they're going and where they're going to win. I don't like the 17-game season because it throws me all off about who's going to win and what. Yeah. And that last game they said it's going to mean something. So I don't know. I think it's more susceptible for injury more so than figuring out what's going, who's going to win and whatnot. I just believe the six teams that are going to make it, 
I think there's six teams that have already just kind of already been there. And I believe coaching is going to have a lot, lot to do with, especially working around injuries. And I, I, me, San Diego Chargers or LA Chargers, so formerly San Diego, I mm-hmm. believe they got to figure out the injury bug before they do anything. Yeah, they yeah, just can't yeah. stay healthy. Agreed. Agreed. I'll give it that so, too. That's, that. that's on that one. Okay. Okay. Listen to y'all. Let, let me, let me, let me keep the football conversation going. And and now I'm, I'm going to ask our social impact. So, so brother, brother strong team, no sleeps, you know, not, not only the sports scores, not only the, uh, the impact from that perspective, you know, but uh, we, we like to get into social impact and have some, some, some more critical thinking conversations. Okay. I, I want to ask you guys about your thoughts on the athletes influence in society. Right. So the the whole more than an athlete conversation, the whole aspect of business ventures, political views and, and, and your thoughts of how influential athletes are when it comes to primarily talking to our youth. Right. So when 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 LeBron talks about something that that's outside of the sport, a lot of folks listen and especially a lot of uh, youngsters who are trying to emulate, try to try, trying to be like the new Mike, right? And and, and those kind of things. When, when Kyrie was talking some things that he was talking about, a lot of folks was listening to him because, you know, Kyrie has has his perspective. When he was talking about the world being flat, nobody was listening to him because we didn't we didn't know what he was what, what, what he was doing. But I, I'll, I'll leave that right there, too. <laughs> so here's my, my you know, my, my question to you guys. And, and I'll start with you, Walter, since you, you're the guest, brother. You know, your, your thoughts again on, on athletes from the perspective of their influence on society and like when it comes to their business ventures outside of the game, their political views, do, do you think it's a, uh, do, do you, do you resonate with the more than an athlete statement? Right. I mean, just, just, you know, the, the shut up and dribble. I hate that. Right. So, but, but that's kind of where I'm going. Right. I, I want to kind of understand okay. how, okay. what your thoughts are when, when we say stuff like that and, make, and making sure that do these athletes have a duty to, be faces and voices of social issues as they pop up. I don't believe they have a duty to communicate it. Mm. I believe they have a responsibility just to carry it out and, and live it because basketball, let's just stick with basketball for, for a few minutes. It gives you the platform to do these things. Unlike the NFL, because it's more of the shield, it's the brand for the NFL is the shield. So you don't see your Aaron Rodgers, your Tom Brady's, your Russell Wilson's, um, your Lamar Jackson's, even your Patrick Mahomes. You don't see them using that from an individual brand or platform standpoint. Now, that's not to say they don't have that, but they don't. It's the media doesn't presented that way uh, to us, uh, particularly as as people of color. But within basketball, I don't believe it's something you have to communicate and say you have to do. It's just something you have to just go out and live. And I believe LeBron James has been a great example of not just saying, but just demonstrating and living his brand and his platform. Um, Another individual who comes to mind would probably be um, Chris Paul. He has he has been able to use his platform, where it now has allowed him to be more mainstream through commercials, and mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. even possible because if you see when does he have the most biggest impact from a brand or platform standpoint, 
more as you get towards the end of the season and the playoffs. State Farm has really built a relationship with him. And they've done a good job with that. Yeah, they really have done a good job with that, yeah. And they bridge the gap with a generation to say, we realize you guys may not remember the commercials with the twins of Cliff and 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 Chris. Yeah. But let's bridge the gap and introduce you to Cliff. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he's did a great job in collaboration with State Farm to build his platform to become more mainstream. So I believe an athlete should just live it, not mm. communicate, because when you start communicating it, communication unfortunately can be misinterpreted misunderstood and unfortunately i believe that's what we saw with kyrie irving there are just some individuals not just athletes even us as individuals now Mm -hmm. that we are in this social media arena of being able to be online and social media we need to be particularly as black men better at communicating Mm -hmm. Because if we if you communicate in the wrong way, um, it can end up hurting you. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's in, in in short, we need to just they just need to live it, not communicate it. Interesting. You know, not, okay. Interesting point. Over. I like that. Appreciate yeah. that. So, what about I, you, brother? I I, I um, disagree a little bit. I believe they need to live it, and I do believe they need to communicate it a little bit more, especially African Americans. Um, we need to. I think we need to. Carefully communicate, not just communicate, but carefully communicate. I believe it's great when I see the WNBA and and the women wearing the slogans about supporting Black Lives Matter and something like that. I think that's very important to show that empowerment and showing that message there in solidarity and that it's very important for everybody to get on board Mm -hmm. and, and do things like that. I also believe LeBron is like, I think, the ambassador right now being that guy that can talk it and walk it. And I think he's the great example off the court. Matter of fact, I think he's one of the greatest guys off the, the seems that he seems to be doing the great things off the court just as he's doing on the court. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with you, right? I think football is different because of ownership is different. They don't want that there. Right? It was, we saw with Colin Kaepernick, they don't want it, and they know they made an epic fail wow, with the situation yeah. with Colin yeah. Kaepernick. They should they should have embraced that situation. Ask Colin why he was doing it. What was the reason behind it? And we all don't agree with police brutality. They, I know one of those. I know not one owner says, "Yeah, I agree with beating up on people for no reason." I know they don't, but they didn't right. take the time to get to know the situation or understand what he was doing. They just chastised him and ostracized him as a player, and, and eventually got him out of the league. And they took an epic fail for that. They took a big hit based on that. As we figured out what was going on before, so I think it's okay. I think it's okay for athletes to carefully communicate messages that are out there. You can't just say anything random because if you say anything random, you, like you said, they come back and bite you on the tail. But if they carefully communicate things and carefully communicate causes and carefully, carefully communicate awareness about things that are going on, just like uh, Na- Naomi Osaka, carefully communicate. There's a problem with mental illness. I- I'm going through it. I think that platform opens up so many doors to our youth and so influential to say, hey, I can relate to that. I can simulate that. How can I get help or how can I be a part of that situation? to help a greater cause to make our people uplift. So I, I think it's, it's a little bit of a responsibility when you're an athlete, especially a famous athlete, to, that if you that if you really feel passionate about something, that you just carefully communicate it out there and say, hey, I support this and do good. The, 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 the guy that does it the best, who carefully communicates, is Tom Brady. 
Mm-hmm. Tom Brady just takes jabs on those Twitter things and he says little things, but it go it resonates a long way. That's true. And he mm-hmm. just says little jabs and little things. Not only does he live it, but he just communicates it. I support Black Lives Matter. Boom. That's all he had to say. Boom. It goes viral. Everybody's talking Tom Brady supports it. So I believe mm-hmm. just being careful about what you say on social media is more important than what than what you say as far as when you're in that limelight. Um, but I do believe they should have a voice and they should be able to express their voice out there because I just think it resonates with so many people and gets people involved, gets people involved, gets people aware and get people to want to participate in whatever the cause may be. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense, man. I, see, I put the call out there and, and we got some, we got, I got all these winners that, that, that want to come and join this, this, this stream because, because, because they know we talking about some good stuff. Right. But, um, mm-hmm. Let, let me go ahead and get focused here and bring this gentleman on as well, because uh, I want to hear his perspective. And he was just talking about some things that really matter and resonate. I want him to, to talk a little bit about that as well. But let, let me let me get my y'all, y'all got me back here working in preview mode. Shouts out to Ecamm Live. Y'all got your boy doing some things behind the scene that you can't even see. So, <laughs> OK, there we go. Let me let me. I'm 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 gonna reshuffle. I'm gonna move folks around. But oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, JP High Tech is in the building. Oh, talk to somebody, guys. Dog, talk to somebody. How you what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, man. Let, me, let, let me get Happy Charles. Here, out your, let me get Charles out your head, though. You know that that's not. A good <laughs> <one>. <laughs> uh, let, let me get let me get you where it is. Appreciate you for jumping on, brother. Yeah, put the call. Up. See, Montel. See what happened when when you show up late. When you show up on CP time. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, man, you <laughs> Too much, collard greens and gr- too much collard greens and cornbread. That's what it was. Yeah, right? man, yeah, man. I know, right? I lost a little bit of track of time, man, dealing with the fam, man. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm, I'm honored that you guys are on to be able to share your opinions and everything like that and be able to give us some more insight. I, I believe healthy conversation is always the best because yeah. we can always – Figure out, you know, that's what you can do. That's where you can get resolution from healthy conversations. Okay, so. you, you got the dogs barking too. You, you know, you you intro, you know, you wrong. Hey, you got your, you got man. your dogs barking. JP, <laughs> that's all right. Man, hey, JP, tell 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 folks, right tell the folks who you are real quick, sir, uh, just so so the audience understands the magnitude of of the guests that we man. have on screen. Appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. Hey, for, for those of you who do not know me, my name is JP. I go by JP High Tech and I am a branding expert, cinematographer and software developer. What I do is help businesses, entities, individuals, um, impact with high end visuals when it comes up to graphics, uh, high production videos or live streaming. Um, that is what I do. And, uh, you know, I help people impact the right way and transform and bring those traffic and really generate true income when it comes out to content creation and monetization. I'm also, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, the director uh, of Reveal TV Network. Um, I'm, I'm the, you know, broadcast director. I'm also the creator of Content Creators University and also my company that I started um, several years back. Um, been happy to, you know, have some folks uh, connected with in the, you know, community. That's actually how through the ECAM community that I was able to connect with James Hicks um, and um, the amazing conversations he's having. And, you know, I was just on another show, like you were just saying, I literally just got off a, what, a two hour uh, show on on different platform and got I went and t- took my shower and you know grabbed my phone and noticed he put that out there so I'm like all right told the wife let me go ahead and put a shirt on support my, <laughs> my, my brother um so yeah that's what it's all about you know being able to connect and you know understanding you know the value you can bring on the table and knowing in you know in the community that it, one person can do it 
It takes right. a whole village to impact the true transformation and true change. Once you have that understanding, I, I guarantee you, you will always be a success. You will always be, um, you know, a, a name in somebody's mouth on, on the lip, right? Um, because you need to have a heart for other mm-hmm. people in order for other people to care about you, right? Um, it cannot be a monologue. It has to be a dialogue. And that's what I'm all about. So excited to be here, excited yeah. to connect and support my brother. You, you see, you, I pre- you see, we, we not playing folks. Y'all, y'all, I hope y'all was taking notes because uh, uh, Eric Thomas, uh, all y'all better listen. We we got I got I got some other coaches in here too, <laughs> no, mm-hmm. but bro, I appreciate you and and you came in at the right time because again we we were just getting into the social impact conversation that we typically do here on Team No Sleep and I want to ask you the same question right and and I know you just got off a pretty um, I'm gonna say emotional conversation on on your on your race talks uh, live uncut uh, with, with with brother Charles Jackson but so. Let me ask you this. We were talking about thoughts on athletes' influence within society, right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that athletes are out there doing their various business ventures, they're out there having their political views, uh, as, as they should. But when mm-hmm. it comes to outside of the game, right, when they step off the pitch, when they step off the court, when they step off of the field, and they start talking about how they feel from their personal perspective, the, the influence that they have, especially on our youth, and I, I'm gonna add this twist to it, especially on our, our on our young uh, black youth, right? Because we, we got four brothers on here, because, and we're we're very impressionable, regardless of age, right? It can be five years old, six years old, it can be twenty, thirty, forty years old. But what what are your thoughts on someone like a a Kyrie Irving, someone like a, a Steph Curry, someone like a, like you said Tom Brady, LeBron James, coming out and, and telling? Putting, putting their views of their political views, their business perspectives and things like that, and knowing how impactful that can be, especially for, for our youth and society. What, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that they should should do that? Do you think that they should just hold that to themselves and just talk about that within the four walls of their home? Or, or, or what, what's your take on that? Thanks for the question. That's a very good question, by the way. And um, and yeah, it, it lines up exactly with all the things I was talking about uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. Um being in a place of influence comes with a certain responsibility. Mm. Okay. When you're in the place of influence, you need to understand that you have a lot of responsibility and every move you make, every single thing you say will have a certain type of ramifications, regardless of what you do. Okay. So when you're talking, you better make sure that what you're saying, you have a background of education in relates to that. Don't come and simply speak your emotion or your personal opinion without having any education behind it. That's what the problem is, right? Um, everybody got an opinion. Everybody mm-hmm. got uh, something to say about a, a specific subject or topic or anything like that. But whenever you, you, you're blessed to be in, 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 in the views of the camera, in the eyes of, uh, uh, of, the, of the camera and the people looking at you, you are impressing, impacting, and transforming somebody's life. So you can come out and have a feeling about something, but before you open your mouth, you need to make sure that you are documented. And sadly, we we have celebrities that are coming out and simply sharing things, coming 100%, not from facts, but from opinion. And whenever they say it, um, whoever is following blindly, the the, the the young guy, the youth that is, you know, uh, worshiping the celebrity will take what they say face value and run with it without checking in, right? Without making sure that what they're saying is actually accurate or not. That's what the problem is. The problem is not that they can come out and 
and talk about things that have nothing to do with sports uh, or, or the career or within the ecosystem of things that they're doing. The problem is whenever they do so, they're not most of the time doing that from a place of knowledge. And that's where the you know the the the, the negative connotation can be attached to that, right? Um, okay. Yeah. And, and, and that's my problem. That's my problem. Um, I will not come here and talk to you about things I don't know. I will say if you um, you're looking for a plumber, don't go and ask for a painter. Okay? okay. If if you're a painter, don't come and try to talk on the professional field about plumbing. It, that's not your expertise. OK, mm-hmm. you can say this is my humble opinion about this and make sure you remind the folks, don't take my my word face value and just take it and run as if it's a gospel. Remind the folks about it. But at the same time, when people look at you, for example, you know, I help uh, 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 corporations right um, uh, with their branding. So a lot of times people will contact me uh, and, and in my office and say, hey, what's your intake on us doing this? Even though that might not be um, in the in the draw plate of the things that we normally work together on, I'll tell them, honestly, I've never done that. But in my humble opinion, please remember, this is not my professional advice. But in my humble opinion, if it was me, this is what I will do. I don't know a lot about it. And let's do it. Mm -hmm. That humility is missing. Okay, Mm -hmm. we see athletes. We see LeBron. I have his shoes upstairs. Okay. But I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of times it comes out very uneducated on a lot of topics. Okay. And that is where the problem is. He's a cool dude. He's doing amazing things. He's inspiring a lot of people. Great to you. But please, let's stop pretending as if we know it all. One person doesn't know everything. The biggest uh, uh, Nelson Mandela will tell you that you need to have a place of humility in your heart if you want to be the best person to impact. The best leaders are the best servants. And Mm. if you cannot understand that, then there's a problem with our generation. We need to rethink the way we're doing things in order as a community, as a black professional community to truly have the impact we're supposed to have. If not, all we're doing is add into the negative rhetoric and add into the negative stereotype and no true change will happen. And here's the deal. As professionals within our own community, we need to help each other. We need to do it the right way, right? You know the saying, best practice makes perfect. Not just practice, but best practice makes perfect. So if you're doing the wrong thing, you will develop the wrong habits and you will share with somebody else to do the wrong thing you're doing. And the only reason why you're doing and saying the wrong things is because you didn't even take the time to, you know, have the humility enough to, you know, admit that I'm not a professional in this field. Let me look it up. Early, mm-hmm. I was on a different mm-hmm. show and mm-hmm. I, I was sharing how, you know, I was stoned, you know, uh, to hear people ask me if people lived in trees in Africa. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. And they meant no harm. This they just never Googled it mm-hmm. because it's yeah, you, you know what? I, and, and I sorry to interrupt, man, because I've yeah, watched as ahead. much no, because I watched as much of that stream as I possibly could. And so e- even with that, and, and I think this still resonates with the topic. Mm-hmm. Tell them the, the story that, that you mentioned on the other show about your your flight, oh, well, yeah, the flight yeah, actually yeah. from Africa, yeah. and and the questions yeah. that you were you were asked about that because that that you didn't touch on it, but that that 
it, it has a unconscious constitution. I, I, I don't know what the word is, but but mm-hmm. you, you didn't touch on it. But there's an unconscious statement that that was in the story that you made, and I'm probably going to touch on it after after you talk because I absolutely, I, I, I really wanted to get on on uh, on Charles's stream. <laughs> but go ahead, but no problem. Um, so yeah, I mean. For those of you who do not know, I wasn't born in the United States. I was born in a tiny place called Togo, which is in the West Africa. If you ever heard of Nigeria, uh, Ghana, or anything like that, that's where I was born. It's called Togo, tiny place, right? Um, and um, I, I got here, my biological parents, I say biological because I was adopted by a different family here. Um, but my biological parents, I grew up there, um, you know, uh, raised there and everything. I got here. I was already an adult when I got here. Um, and then I was adopted by a different family. They're white folks that, you know, when I got here. So, you know, went to college, met my wife in college. Now we have three beautiful children. Um, you know, I've been I've been in the, in the, in the corporate industry for a very long time, over 12 years. Um, so but the thing is that where is I was I was really mind blown at the lack of knowledge, I should put it, because I don't want you use the word ignorance, you know, uh, the lack of knowledge of the people, my brothers and sisters that I was connecting with when I got to the United States, right, several years ago. Um, and as a matter of fact, if you didn't know, uh, James, my wife and I, we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary not long ago, so I'm very, very happy I about that. that. I just, I just it. put it out there. Uh, yeah, don't so get thanks. in trouble, brother. Don't but, get yeah. in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, man, um, people will literally genuinely ask me how I got to the United States. At first, I I thought it was a joke. They were were joking. And I realized, no, they were serious. Not one, not two, not three. I had a lot of people ask me, whoa, man, um, I can't believe. So how come that you got to the United States and, you know, you're speaking English so well? Or, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, how's that possible? Because, I mean, a a lot of the things they're used to, I was not embodying that. Mm-hmm. Right? I was the, the opposite of the things that they're used to seeing in the news and they're used to hearing about, um, you know, the deprived Africans and, and, and the ones that really lived in a, in, in a village or really uh, sick and hungry and, 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 you know, poverty and all those type of things. And, 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 and I'm like, OK, what do you mean how I got here? I got here. I jumped in a plane. I came here. They're like, so really? And. I thought you you might to come here you be in the boat again, folks. Mm-hmm. This is something that yeah. they're so, genuinely asking. So again, so so that that whole thing I wanted I wanted y'all to pivot on that right there, but but you didn't. And and you know I, I respect the show and I respect the host of what y'all was going on because again that has a whole lot of different connotations. Again mm-hmm. about folks somewhere else talking about people coming from Africa coming on boats, right? So so again that that would have just riled up a lot of just raw negative emotions uh-huh. from whomever whomever was in that particular type of discussion. So you, you guys didn't go into that, but, but that's what's something that I really wanted to share with you that, that I, I felt that and I saw that and, and I just didn't know if, if, if uh, that was part of that experience for you as well, right? When, when someone asked you, how'd you get here? I got here on, on a plane. Well, oh, you didn't get here on a boat? Yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. <laughs> let, let, me, let me school you a little bit on, okay. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's sad, right? Yeah. Um, I have I have three children today, right? My my my, my wife and I we have three beautiful children, and my wife she's, she's a teacher, right? She's a college professor. Um, thank God she got her master's degree from UTA. And if you see the things that they're willing for the teachers to teach our children, is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. All right. One thing that's clear we need to understand is Black history is part of 
the American history. Taking black history out of the books is plain, universally wrong. Exactly. Because you cannot rewrite history. History is history, period. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And black is part of the American history. Great. And that is something that we need to understand. And that is something that we need to encourage our youth to develop a desire for. Because we have a youth that um, all they want to do is tell you, I don't care about the black history. As a matter of fact, I only care about the things that I care about. (laughs) It's not important. Listen, if you do not know your history, you will never have a certain impact on earth. That defines you as a person. It defines us as a people. Like I said in the other show, I asked one person, uh, why do you think that they ask, uh, our name is first African before American? Is that African-American? Why is it first African? Mm-hmm. Why is it not American-African? That's true. That's a, that, things that, that people don't really right? want to think about. Yeah, but again, poignant conversations and poignant things, and it's about having and what I keep calling the uncomfortable, uncomfortable awkward conversation that, that needs to happen. And I wanted you to say all of that and have that dialogue because it still reverts back to to, to the topic that we're having here. And, and I appreciate you for sharing your story, man. Um, I'm in agreement, right? I really think folks need to actually pause and, and, and these entertainers, these athletes, these folks in the spotlight before talking about X, Y, and Z, because there's a responsibility for folks. Again, when you have that type of an influence on, on individuals, on societies, especially again, when we're talking about our youth, that I'm, I'm really, really critical of that because mm-hmm. Walter, I don't, I don't know if you got kids, but you know, the three of us, you know, we, we got them kids, man, and they, they're eating everything <laughs> in the house. I, I, so, you know, that, that's really the, the forefront of our conversation when you got the little boys and the little girls and, and when you got dependents, you know, those are the things that, that, that you worry about most and, and, and who they're listening to, what they're watching, what they're being influenced by, um, Peer pressure is, is more than just a, a word in, in the dictionary and, uh-huh. and, and, and influence and things of that nature, right? So I, I, I just agree with, with you, JP, in the fact that, you know, these athletes, these celebrities need to pause before saying what they say, especially when they say it to impressionable youth, because there's going to be a lot of action that happens, right? Uh-huh. Folks are really, they're not just going to sit on it. They're going to start talking to it amongst their sphere of influence, right? Amongst their friends, or they're going to go out and they're going to march, or they're going to go out and they're going exactly. to protest. They're going to do something because typically those are calls to action from, from, from those folks, especially with all the things that have been happening within the country within the last 400 years. I'm not, I'm not even going to say two years, three years, four, five years, right? Just, just over time. But so I I appreciate you guys for, for for letting me go into this tangent, into this rant. But, uh, I, I think that there's value in having that conversation because it doesn't stop. It never ends. And we need to continue to, to, to have this dialogue. Mata, did you have something you want to say, brother? You're on mute, man. Looks like you're muted. There you go. You hear me? Yeah, okay. You uh, I was listening to what you were saying, JP, um, and definitely it resonates. Uh, and the thing that just kept popping to my mind, especially when it comes to uh, being educated and when you talk, this Kwame Brown situation. Mm. You know, mm. he, he spoke on emotion. Mm-hmm. I respect, I do respect the level that he did speak on emotion. I don't like everything he said, obviously. You know, I think he, he, he took it a little bit too far. Um, and I think I think that that conversation should have been held behind closed doors. 
my, mm-hmm. my personal opinion. Yeah. But mm-hmm. since he did let it out there and let it out there, he spoke a lot on emotion, and I do respect that part to a certain degree. You know, I, like I said, I think he took it too far, but I, I, that part, the part where you're saying speaking on emotion or not speaking so much on emotion and being educated about what you talk, I believe that pertains just in certain silos. I think if, you, if you're going to speak about po- politics, if you're going to speak about things that are uh, affecting our community, obviously you need to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. But I do believe, I think there's a certain part that you should be able to speak on emotion. I think you should be able to talk about emotion. I think, uh, I think obviously in the in the realm of sports, victory and losses, you should speak on emotion. How you feel about that? Um, Absolutely, man. So, so I, I believe I think there's a fine balance, and I, I believe that's what you're alluding to. Just want to make I want I want to make sure you just got to find that fine balance when you're speaking on things that are effective in the community or effective in our society. I you do I, I, I like I use carefully communicate. You use educated. I believe mm. they need to be both of those, but. I don't want to. Say, I don't want to cut off the emotion part. I think it's okay for people to speak on emotion, show their frustration, show their happiness, show their sorrow, show those things because those resonate with us. And as you guys are content creators, mm-hmm. you know that resonates with people. Mm-hmm. And Kwame oh, Brown is he's a perfect example of it. People resonated with him being emotional about, about them speaking speaking mm-hmm. upon his character. True. Yeah. So um, I just me, think we got to kind of balance. Go ahead, Walter. I'm sorry. But let me ask. Let me add this though. It. I believe it's important to speak on emotions when you talk about in the arena of sports in a hard loss. But then when the media takes the conversation off of sports, and you're in this as an athlete, you're in this very raw moment. Speak on where you're very vulnerable because mm-hmm. let's let's face it, when you first get into the league, whether it be uh, NBA or NFL you're kind of trained on how to talk to the media, yes. yep. when to talk to the media, yep. how to talk to the media. So, you know, because of that training, as long as it's within the arena of sports and you're, and you're talking off of emotions, that that's fine. But now if we get yep. into the whole situation, like back in the bubble with Milwaukee and the Orlando magic, Milwaukee, I believe the bucks really thought, Oh, we need to get him on Roku, that's, JP. That's the that's, 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 that's rule. There we go. Okay, we're not going <laughs> to. Yeah, he, he, chop, he chopping up over there. I believe they thought that go. through. And those players that came along with them, right, because you were able, I got to be able to, com- J- I have to communicate it to in such a way. Yeah, this brother. Let's see, see what happened. He he over there that done, done fell off a little bit. JP can say is okay. Is we're tapping into our our, our bottom line. Like Well, I think he's good. he's completely gone, man. He, he straight fell off, man. We, we, you know I'm gonna talk bad about him too. I'm gonna talk bad about. Him. <laughs> hey man, hey nobody else. <laughs> he, he kicked you off. Walter well, well, kicked you oh, off. Oh yeah, somebody kicked know, me right? off. I'm like whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, the, the internet was getting up, getting upset. We we was getting too too emotional there. We we, we was getting too much in there. Watch, he gonna come back saying, "Yeah, he's calling back in now." He, he gonna say it was me. It's not me. Yeah. It ain't it ain't my stream, but bro, I didn't drop the mic. That was not the mic drop moment that I was. 
trying to shoot you for? No worries. I'm looking at my internet. I, I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm all green over here, but that, that's, that's on your side. No. What but point is. <laughs> yeah, okay, it must be on my side. Um, yeah, if we're talking about still, sports and it, you lose at, on, 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 at the last moment at the buzzer, that's me. Okay. You good now, brother. You Gosh. good. Can you guys hear me? We, we got you. We got you. Yeah, okay. We can hear you now. Go um, ahead. If, if we're. If it's a heartbreak loss with, okay. If it's a heartbreak loss and losing at the buzzer, I can understand the raw emotions. But when you're dealing with situations like what the Milwaukee Bucks did back in the bubble, you have to be able to really think that through so that the emotions don't be the lead story on Sports Center and mm. ABC and CNN with Don Lemon and those guys. That's all. Interesting. Okay. Well. Uh... I, I tell you what, I'm 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 not gonna be a betting man yeah. tonight. I'm gonna go yeah, ahead absolutely. and I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, take what we got because if if you fall off again and you pull Montel off, off of the stream, that's that's just a, I'm not gonna I can't have that happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to talk to JP High Tech and get and get on Roku TV to make sure that everybody has uh, high, high, high bandwidth. Uh, Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, be, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, see, I threw that little plug in for you. I threw that little plug in for you, brother. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> let, let, let me let me uh, do two things here. Let me let me first and foremost thank everyone for for their time tonight, Montel. You know, we we, we do what we do, and we, we all we typically get very uh, uh, feisty, emotional, uh, boisterous, what whatever adjective you want to use. We, we have we have great conversation, and to have <laughs> and to have JP and Walter come in and give their perspective was 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 valuable, and, and I hope that the audience enjoyed it as well. Um, Montel, you got you got anything that you want to close out with, man? Because uh, uh, this 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 was really uh, good stuff here tonight. Really good stuff. Yeah, for me, for me, like I like I said, I always like having healthy conversation. Yeah, you know, healthy conversation, talk talk about you know things that are affect. Does um, you know, we're all. I think we're all we don't sports fans. Are like, all passionate things. So, brothers, oh, am I done? Oh, it might have been you. Oh, ho, ho. yeah, it might have been. You know, I'm, I'm. Let me switch over to Walter now. Man, it might have been. It might have been. I think it's Montel. God, so I, you know what? I, I'm I sending you. I'm, so, I'm, yeah, yeah, so, man, so JP, I'm yeah. sending him. I'm sending him a microphone. I might have to send you a like a, a repeater or some or a, a hub switch, <laughs> you know, some some Xfinity pods or something to to make sure that your bandwidth is you can't be on that Wi Fi Montel. Yeah, that, that's what it is. He, he he's sitting there on on a Chromebook right now. Yeah, <laughs> he on a Chromebook. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> JP, talk to us real, real quick, man. Again, uh, let let me ask you who, you who if you I don't know if you're watching basketball. Tell me if oh, yeah, you don't have Wi Fi. Is that what it is? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be on Wi-Fi, gentlemen. You can't be on Wi-Fi. Yep, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be hardwired whenever you're you're doing a live, man, because Wi-Fi will is very unstable. Hey, I, I've, so, been, I've uh, enjoyed myself. It'll make you drop any time, so that's what's happening. See, he's, he's gone again. Mm-hmm. See, Walter, you, know, <laughs> you should know better than that, too, man. You, you've been around these, these content creation streets, brother. You know better than that. <laughs> 
So, uh, well, to tell us again, give us, well, gentlemen, I'm a, that will be it for me, man. All right, brother. I appreciate you. Yeah, we, we're starting to fall apart now. Yeah, I, guess sure. ev- you, I guess everybody at yeah. everyone else's house is, you know, all the kids and, and the family are home and they didn't fired on Netflix and doing all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, that, that's <laughs> the big thing. Yes. Pleasure meeting you, Mr. High Tech. Absolutely, uh, Mr. Walter. Likewise. And uh, hey, folks, be blessed, be safe. Hey, I'll see y'all later. Like Peace. I would say, peace, folks. Appreciate you, JP. Appreciate Bye. you, Walter Montel. Y'all be good to yourself. Thank you, everyone, again, for tuning in, and we will catch y'all next week.